0: Hello, I'm Helen Daly. Welcome to Build It, Thou Come. I'll be speaking with some of Australia's most brilliant innovators and entrepreneurs on how they turn their light bulb idea into concrete reality. We had this strong sense that we couldn't fail. There was no way this couldn't work. Yeah,
1: you know, we really respect our shareholders and, and to me you survive if you add value. You know, I could look at it and say so I can buy
0: it for that and I can sell it for that. And so if you've got that ability to buy and sell and trade, some people have got it, some people will never get it. Some are household names and some you may never have heard of yet. On today's episode, I'm speaking to Jeff Wilson, founder and now chairman and chief investment officer of Wilson Asset Management. You might remember Jeff as the guy who almost single-handedly torpedoed Labor's franking credits policy and thereby sunk Bill Shorten's shot at the lodge in 2019's federal election... Jeff Wilson, thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you, Helen. You've become quite the, I'll call it the the bolshe activist <laughs> shareholder now. Most recently you lobbied hard and fairly publicly for Macquarie Media shareholders, John Singleton and Mark Carnegie, to push for a higher price from Channel Nine. Do you think they stiffed small shareholders like you?
1: Well, everyone's got to do what's in their own best interest, don't they? And um you know, John obviously's at a certain age and he he decided that that was you know that was a significant amount of money and that that price was was fair i think how angry were you about them oh, selling out oh disappointed and- there's no use getting angry um disappointed to to me one of the one of the fortunate things about you know being a boutique fund manager is you can you can stand up for what you believe in uh, and if you're at a big organisation, then what a lot of times happens is you know someone from management will come down and they'll want to change how you change your views, and or they they won't want you to express them, and and that's what I encourage everyone that works here, yeah, you know, um, and and we enjoy you know expressing our views.
0: Did you still make money on that deal? Because oh, you were yeah. forced we, we to actually, yeah, we did accept make, that.
1: Yeah, we did make money. Yeah, That's right. We'd been a long-suffering shareholder. Our average price, I think, around a dollar thirty before dividend. So we we made money. It was just, I believe, we could have got a, a significantly better deal.
0: You also, more famously, helped curb Bill Shorten's career ambitions in the May. 2019 federal election and you helped Scott Morrison and the coalition, in part, stay in power. You ran a tremendously well-organised campaign against Labor's franking credits refund, stopping the franking credits refund policy. Did that illustrate that you have enormous power?
1: <laughs> Not at all. No, it just illustrates that that a lot of, we've got good people, I've got good people working to, or to work with, you know. Um, yeah, you know, James McNamara, he runs our corporate affairs side, and then with Vincent So, back in when they announced it, yeah, you know, March last year, their proposal to change in franking, we decided as as an organisation that we're going to run this uh, till the next election, if not past it, and and yeah, you know, we set up a petition to be our, you know, so that could be um, you know part of our our strategy, and 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 the boys, yeah, you know, in the corporate. Affairs area, they really set up a very detailed strategy, um, and yeah, and it got it got pretty heated at various points in time. It did. Um, did you
0: do that because you were worried that you would lose customers because they'd be oh. worried about franking credits going?
1: <laughs> oh, it, it was. Uh, I mean, actually, it,
0: refunds going, not yeah, the franking credits.
1: And, and actually, the interesting thing is, you, know, you talked earlier about the self-managed super uh, sector and how. Yeah, you know, as a fund manager, we've been a major beneficiary of that. And as as that sector's grown, you know, um, while well, we think about sixty five percent of our shareholders are self managed investors um, and self managed super fund investors, and the reason why we we were so vocal, it was just so inequitable. I'm still. I'm not sure if Chris Bowen fully understood the policy, and I'm not sure if Bill Shorten fully understood the policy. Um, But you could have six, say, 75-year-olds that are all retired, and they could all have, they could have exactly the same amount of money. And depending on in which structure they had their money, if it was a industry fund or a self-managed super fund, if they were born a day apart. Because if they went on the pension versus, you could have six people that had different, ended up getting different income from exactly the same investments, and it was just, to me, it was illogical, and it was so easy (laughs) to run a campaign against it because it was grossly unfair, uh, and it was illogical. Uh,
0: It it ended up you and others called it the retirement tax, but now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but both Labor and Liberal governments had said before this that, you know, it's okay and perfectly legal for Australians to structure their affairs through franking credits to pay no tax, zero tax, even if they clearly had income from shares. So that's a great benefit to those people. But isn't there a fundamental unfairness in having some people not only pay no tax, but actually then get a money refund a cash refund from the tax office even though they're earning income from these shares isn't that subsidized by other taxpayers who don't have this structure
1: the the, the fact is the whole franking system subsidizes so to me it's 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 the the person that's got a um yeah, if you're I don't in, want to get too know, into too I know, much no, detail. But, but in theory-, but in theory I To know, get a I refund that's, I know, I know that's seems what, that's what unfair paid. when others don't know, get a that's refund. That's what Labor paid. That's what Labor paid. But say, say I'm, a, uh, I'm a 46% tax payer and then I actually get the benefit of those franking credits yep. because the company's already paid 30%. Yep. So I actually get that benefit. Now, I'm not getting it in cash. I've still got to pay 16%, but I'm still getting the benefit on not having to pay 46%. So to me, the actual getting the refund is, is to me. If you you should take it out all the way through. So I should pay forty six percent to make it fair. So to me, that that's what Labor. I know that's what Labor played. How Labor? What Labor thought was, hey, it's good. The headlines are good. It was when people started understanding the detail and and the pain. It was it was would deliver. I totally agree that the with an aging population, that they have to pay more tax. Yeah, unfortunately, the tax burden is moving to the younger people. And so there has to be you know, more equality on an that. An evening out of I, that. I, I'm 100% yeah. on that. And I'm 100% on you know, Dick Smith talking about his half billion dollars Get, sorry, no, it yeah, yeah, it five, was 500,000 hundred. 500, oh, five hundred thousand yeah, refund yeah, from the tax exactly, office. Exactly, the five hundred thousand yeah. refund. I mean, that's yeah, ludicrous, right? I, I, I agree with that. I so to me, it's it's put something in place, but but by taking money from people that have worked all their lives, and and, and the stories like we got thousands of stories. Yeah, you know, these are strong labor supporters. These are people that have. Yeah, that have actually been lobbying for labor. Yeah, members of their you know, ringing, ringing me, saying, "Look, I've done the right thing." I remember this. You know, gentleman rang me. He he worked in, in the mines. Uh, then he he left the mines, ended up becoming a truck driver because the mines were too physical. Ended up having problems with his back. He could have gone on a disability pension. He didn't because he had had his own self-managed super fund. I think he had six hundred thousand in there. Now, if he had gone on the disability pension. He would have got the refunds back, but because he didn't, he was going to lose the refunds. And and yeah, you know, like to me, it was just so inequitable. For it was it was Should really there the Should there people- be
0: a, a compromise of some sort going forward, like a cap on the amount of cash refund you can get of twenty, thirty, maybe fifty grand, yeah. so that you don't get super wealthy people getting refunds from like the to tax me, any, office to me, at the any expense of, those. of
1: others? Yeah, to me, any of those, but. Any Good of those, work. any of those options. It, it was it, it was the fact that, uh, well, uh, personally, I think it's off the off the agenda for yeah, generations. Definitely, yeah, the, the, yeah. So it was it was the pain that it was going to inflict on on these people that have sort of have lived in the system for you know, eighteen years and sort of worked, done the right thing, could have made various decisions back. Uh, and change the outcome.
0: That campaign for yes. you was very successful, but it was also bruising in a political sense, wasn't it, for you? And you perhaps hadn't been used to the way I was, politics works. I,
1: I I'm not sure how you define success <laughs> because- the, Well, you the, helped yes, Bill Shorten not get there. Well, that's right. Or, or it was abandoned, exactly, because, because the Libs won. That's right. So- so exactly we we, we but your it was campaign successful.
0: actually was a factor oh. in him not in Labour not winning yes. when they
1: were expected to yes. win. Yes. Would yes. you agree with that? One hundred percent.
0: Now yes. does that give you a seat at the table?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not sure. No, no, not not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean in terms of we will we will we will focus on what we believe is fair and what and what we believe in. And whether it's, you know, whether it's Liberals or Labor, it doesn't really matter to us. I don't think it does give us a seat at the table.
0: I hope you enjoyed Build It, They'll Come. Let me know via Twitter, at Helen underscore Dally. Better still, let your family, friends and colleagues know. Share it around your networks and I'd love you to give it a star rating or a review. Be sure to subscribe as there are plenty of upcoming episodes you don't want to miss with more amazing innovators and entrepreneurs on how they turned their light bulb idea into an empire.